0: Right, here we go. Emma Milicevic, winner of the females. So, we spoke to her last year. Uh, We will sit down with her and do a full episode. We spoke to her last year after winning the women's class uh, at 2022 Hatter, 2023 Post Hatter. She won it again. An absolute champion. (laughs) Another one of these riders that just didn't have a good day but managed to piece it all together and come through. So, a really cool story. A really great kind of insight to how her day went and how she kind of saw it at the end. Uh, make sure you go follow Emma because she does so many amazing things uh, on the bike, plus off the bike for women's riding. And uh, I think it's just really cool to see her pushing it up and also pushing the boys along because she pushed a fair few of you boys out there. She pushed you around the course. So congratulations, Emma. Awesome win. Thanks again to our supporters, B&B Off-Road, On Point Motor Suspension, Whole Shot Graphics, and Adventure On Store, 10 Desert Victory, Women and Children. This is the charity for them. I'm going to raise money and hopefully cross the 10 deserts of Australia unsupported. So please raise some money for the Tory for Name Foundation. Throw whatever you can into the kitty. There'll be links all over our social media pages. The bike is full reveal and it looks absolutely awesome. So please go check it out. Follow Emma. Enjoy this episode and get after it. Cheers. All right. Yeah, here we that? are. Emma Melissavic, how are you?
1: Yeah, great. Thank you. Really
0: good. It's been it's been a while since we talked to you. It's probably exactly a year because um you've come back to Hadda and uh, you've only just gone and won it again. I mean, congratulations.
1: Thank you so much. Um, Definitely feels good to come back and defend my title for the third year in a row. So, um, yeah, definitely worked hard for this one. So, really happy.
0: Look, it is a massive effort to win it. And, you know, all the people that we've talked to who were there and saw the track, it really was a, a tough and rough year for Hatter. How did you find the race itself?
1: Yeah, honestly, it was brutal. Like, I couldn't believe it. I, I wasn't sure if it was just me um, that was feeling that way until, like, uh, you know, after the race you talk to everyone and talk about your race and everyone was feeling the same thing. The track just got so rough so quickly and it was just really harsh from all the rain. It was, like quite deep and thick and actually like pretty pothole in spots. It didn't have as much rhythm as a traditional sand track. You couldn't really have any rest or have a nice rhythm. It's um it was pretty hard to ride. It was difficult.
0: <laughs> Look, it definitely was. It kind of you know everyone we heard from a lap three, four onwards, it just got as bad as last year at the end of the race. Did it kind of suit your riding style though? Because you are, you know, a motocross, supercross fiend, and uh, that kind of terrain does kind of play into a bit more of that motocrossy style of riding. Did it kind of pl- benefit you a little bit, or was it just still too rough and you really noticed it?
1: Um, look, it did benefit me in ways. Like, I'm pretty knowledgeable with. Rough tracks, and I feel like I can work well with them. Like, I'm pretty good with timing bumps and just yeah, trying to work the tracks out quickly. I feel like I can definitely navigate a rough track well. Um, the hardest thing was for me, um, my first lap didn't go well. I I ran out of fuel on my first lap, and (laughs) it um, it cost me a lot of time. Like, Like, I was very far behind. I dropped from being like 60th to like I think it was like 140th or wow. something like that. I was really far back. So the hardest thing for me was um, I had to take the rough lines because passing people, they're obviously going to opt for mm. the smoother. Why not? And um, so I was riding rough lines from the start of the race all the way to the end of the race, passing wow. people.
0: So, so what happened could, with the fuel then? How, how did that happen?
1: Um, so I run a stock tank and usually I could – get a lap, no worries. Um, but this year, because the track was wetter, so they had 120 mil prior like, the weeks prior, mm. the track got so thick, so the bikes were working super hard, especially not being able to run a paddle tyre. So um, everyone's fuel consumption the first lap was through the roof. Like, I know some riders w- um, went through up to nine litres on the first lap. Yeah,
0: and, it's crazy. Um,
1: so I have six and a half litres, my tank holds six and a half litres, so usually it's fine. But um, this year it wasn't. So the last main straight was about a bit over a K to go around of fuel. So <laughs> I had to run back and get some fuel and just cost me so much time and also um, a very – very large amount of energy. Um, not the way I wanted to start my race. Definitely wasn't my game plan, put no. it that way.
0: <laughs> no, look, it, it's crazy because there's so many people running out of fuel. You know, you're not the only one like, we've even just spoken to just recently about running out of fuel. How do you mentally get back into the game after having such kind of a, a massive lapse off the bike?
1: Um, Honestly, I kind of just thought to myself, man, you got to go. Like, you have no time to waste. <laughs> like, um, I was... You know, a little bit stressed that I was a bit too far behind. Like, I, I didn't know how far behind I was. Like, I didn't know when I got passed by the other, other females. Like, I, I really didn't know where I was at. And I knew how tight the track kind of was in spots this year. So I was kind of, like, a bit stressed I wouldn't be able to make the passes I needed to because it was a bit single-lined. Yeah. Um, but I just kind of... I had to just push from straight away, which kind of made it difficult in a four-hour or nearly five-hour race. Because, yeah. um, you know, running back with your gear and stuff, like I couldn't breathe. I was like, like having an asthma attack and they're like, Far you got to go. And I was like, couldn't... <laughs> all right, got to go. Like, That's, Yeah, <laughs> it's so
0: it's so much so early on in the race too. You haven't even got a, like a, a rhythm going. You haven't really got warmed up on the bike and all of a sudden you're running backwards and forwards trying to just get fuel.
1: Yeah, and like um I was so devastated because I I I was had a bit of a game plan to get through my first lap just super clean, like not stress to be a pass or make passes, just it's a long race, you know. I know I'm I feel good in race conditions, like I thrive more in race compared to like a sprint lap or something like that. Mm. And I was doing well, I made quite a few passes, felt really good, and then that happened. I was I couldn't believe it and honestly I didn't realise at first what it was. Um, because I haven't actually ran out of fuel on a four-stroke before. So, you know, two <laughs> stroke things dying, you're like, oh yeah, I'm out of fuel where it just cut and I just thought, I've just blown my bike up. Like yeah. I I've never blown 450 or anything like that. I was really stressed, like, oh my day is done. And then I kind of someone yelled out, "Check your fuel!" and I was like, "That is a great point. I really <laughs> should check my fuel because <laughs> wow.
0: um,
1: like I got a steel tank. Can't really see where it is at. So, mm. you, you know, I checked it, and I was like, "Okay, we're pushing." So, wow. um, so it was definitely very eventful first lap, and it made for a very eventful race from there on. Just having to push your limit from such an early stage was uh not easy at all like i definitely felt to like halfway mark i was pretty Pretty
0: um, shot. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I could imagine. And as I said before, you know, you, you usually that first lap you want to get ahead, set yourself up, and then yeah, you know, just just try and find a rhythm. But then to have it completely ripped around on you, run out, go find fuel, run back, and then and then try again and set that second lap. Now you really are kind of in the mix as well because that first lap you kind of can push past people and and kind of set yourself up, and you're not pushing past faster people as or slower people because you are in your own little groove. And now you're really fighting. I mean, what was it like fighting from so far back?
1: Um, It was. It honestly was pretty challenging because, like, you catch people a lot quicker and then you get to a tight section that really holds you up. And then, like, they're a bit more um, not as accurate with their lines. Like, they've been moving around a lot on the bumps, like, just not as solid. Like, um, you know, if people aren't training full-time and stuff like that or if they're just doing it for fun, they're not going to be, Looking at the race the same way we do, mm. um, that was difficult. Like I just felt like it was constantly costing me a bit of time. Like just have, just getting constantly held up. I didn't really have any bingles or which I was really happy about. That was one of my like goals when I regrouped, just so I just get like to pick clean with it, like if you have to wait like an extra corner or two to pass someone, it's better off than picking up your bike and wasting more energy, like unfortunately I had a couple of falls in the race Um, but that's just kind of the way it rolls, especially with how rough the track was, but um, honestly it wasn't too bad I didn't realise I moved up the field as quick as I did, I was just kind of focusing forward and I honestly didn't think I was going to finish 61st like with how many people I had in front of me um, and how big the gap was, but um, not too bad. Like I'm kind of used to passing people with racing, so not not too bad.
0: Look, <laughs> <laughs> because you're right. Like t- to push yourself up, not only are you trying to push through just the original pack, because that's hard, but you're also pushing past people who are, who are faster than you as well that you're you're catching up slowly and and making your way back to the front. It's, it, it must be a lot of mind games, as you said, you know, when do you push, when do you kind of hold back? You're always going to have those moments where you kind of may tuck the front or the back steps out and you kind of have moments. It's going to happen, but to be able to manage that mentally is a whole nother level.
1: Yeah, definitely. That was like the hardest thing, just trying to stay calm. Like, um, not tr- get too amped up because then it could lead to more mistakes. Like mm. um, that was the biggest, I think, thing for me about race. Like, I just kept telling myself just stay calm because obviously it can make things more difficult if you make a poor decision, but also like you, you use so much energy stressing the yeah. whole time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Really trying to – yeah, focus on staying as calm as possible because you can't make clear decisions when you're stressed out or really I try to evaluate the track as much as I could for the coming laps, like look out for other lines and things like that to make my life a bit easier, even if I was in a rough line, like um, passing people, trying to keep an eye out, like, okay, next lap, if it's clear, I can go over here and save myself some energy and things like that. So, um, yeah, it's can't say I was overthinking it too much. I was just trying to make moves to the front as quickly as I could and just um, trying to close down the gap to first in the women's as quickly as I could. So I honestly had no idea how far back I
0: was. <laughs> no, well, that was the next thing. You know, Do, do you have that in your, in your pits? Do you have people around you telling you times or do you just kind of like be in your own bubble and push at your own pace? That way you don't get too wrapped up with timing and, and trying to go faster than you really should be
1: um i they have they started getting a bit of an idea of how far behind i was because i asked them when i first come in the like, scene, like have you seen i go past how far am i off like because i felt like i was out there forever like <laughs> pushing my back. i just didn't even know um but yeah they kind of started getting an idea because i wanted to know even for me because um i'll push as hard as i need to so i wanted mm. to know like 30 seconds or is she four minutes, which is only 30 seconds that I don't need to write over my head, you know. Yeah, like yeah. If, if I had one lap to go and it's just two minutes ahead, I've been like stressing hard. But um, I think it was useful knowing that information and they were able to, you know, roughly tell me. Obviously where we were pitting was before the timing loops was a bit difficult a little bit. Like they had to guess a little yeah. bit. I thought, you know, um, but they would give me that information, which I appreciate because I could kind of mentally work through it that way instead of, just wondering where
0: I was at. No, absolutely, because that is a lot of mind games as well, really trying to not get too ahead of yourself and, uh, and, and and trying to push as hard as you can to try and catch the person up ahead. But if you do know they're only a little bit ahead, you know, you can slowly catch them. And uh, I think the other thing is that you, you're also riding with a bunch of other riders, you know, the, the guys who are, are, are a lot faster and a lot lot kind of bigger in the in the track as well. So you really got to manage and maintain that because, yes, you are picking them off slowly one at a time and working your way out. But there's also people picking you off and, and going past you as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, um, I didn't uh, main people I had like passed me, um, were just like the top guys when they came around to lap me. But I, um, didn't have too many people pass me throughout the races with the situation I was in, coming from a lot further back than I usually am. Uh, only person I really had battles battles with was K. making because I think he had some issues as well. So that was a bit, a little bit challenging in the sense of we were similar pace and we're kind of battling, but I had to remind myself not to um, wreck myself energy-wise because mm. it's so easy to battle and just charging a bit more than you should or getting out of rhythm or stopping and starting each other. Like I had to kind of think about the bigger picture a little bit, mm. which then worked out while well. I ended up getting in front of him and just going from there. But um, I didn't have to worry about it too much being in battles. Um with other males because the people I'd usually be with were a fair way in front of me unfortunately with the way things panned out initially
0: yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah
0: it definitely, It's definitely a good race in that scene and you know, even when we, we talk about like say prologue how did you find the prologue itself?
1: This year honestly was a real challenge because they seeded us um, based on our numbers mm. which were a bit of a shame um, so for the women's the ladies with the that do four laps have the lowest numbers, and then we have higher numbers. And I honestly wasn't aware of that. They said it was in the subregs, which is fair enough. But um, so I, on my lap, I had a lot of girls who just came to do it for fun, which is fair enough. So I had I think about fifteen girls that passed on my prologue lap, which made it a bit difficult when you're trying to get that perfect lap or real fast lap. And I honestly felt for them to they don't enjoy that just being blown past all the time <laughs> yeah you can see like some of them just come to, t- to get off their bucket list and they've in sand before so i felt from in that way and it just cost me a lot of time in spots like where you'd usually be you know pretty wide open jumping off a sand dune or something like that there was i had like a pack of four girls in front of me and you, you just can't go anywhere like you have to you know be mindful you don't want to hurt yourself or them or just take unnecessary risks so that was really challenging So definitely getting at the time i wanted and it put me further back obviously um i started 75th which is a lot you know not what i was aiming for at all and you know looking at the times about a few more seconds it would have just um been like an extra 10 15 spots ahead i was kind of kicking myself a bit for that but i felt good so um that was the main thing it was just really difficult with the way they did it
0: No, look, you're right. and I mean, I I guess it's also on on the other hand, like it is amazing to know that you had so many girls out there riding and giving it a crack as well because Hadar is probably one of the hardest desert races that we have and to see a, a, a huge lineup of girls also must be pretty cool for you.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I loved seeing the girls there. Like, it it was really good. I was was so stoked to see so many of them there and even, you know, some testing during the week at, like, Dirtworks and all the girls were out there and I was so happy just catching up with them and talking and hearing all their stories. And it was their first time, how nervous they were and just being able to, you know, give them some little tips that I have from my knowledge of racing the race and how, you know, let them know I'm feeling similar, like a bit nervous about Prologue, like, no matter how much you race, you're still going to get those nerves. So it was really lovely seeing them all out there and, um, see like, hats off. Them. So I know how I was feeling um, out on the track, like how challenging it was. And when I come around and seeing those girls, like, still going for it for their four-lap race, like, still pushing through, I was like, that hats off, because that is really hard. Like, that's – it would be such a hard track to ride if you didn't have a rhythm or – Getting on top of the bumps, you know, like how some of um, us riders can, you know, do a bit more efficiently. Um, so that, I, I would really take my hats off to them because they were <laughs> trying their hearts out.
0: No, it is always it is it's like that as well. I think of Fink and you know Hatter all these kind of races where you know the, the back part of the pack and the, and the weekend riders who want to come and tick it off their bucket list do do it a lot tougher in my opinion because they do they hit every bump they don't they roll every warp they they really struggle in the yeah. sand and they really have to muscle the bike through. So you know the pros like yourself can go through and feel a bit sore and sad for themselves, but I tell you what, those weekend riders they really uh, they really go through the ringer to get to the end.
1: Absolutely. I feel every bit of that track. I get it.
0: I not anything, put it that way. <laughs> no, no, they know every tree. They've known every corner. They've dropped it in. They've known every fence line that they've to, They've hugged tight. So it is exciting to see. And it's, it's great to see the numbers so big. And, you know, the, the, the women's class is growing faster and faster. It's, uh, it's going to be exciting to see who kind of be pushing you in two or three years' time.
1: Yeah, definitely. No, it is growing, which is really cool and it's so cool to see if you of the girls stepping up to, onto the 450s, which I, I think is great and they have, you know, the takes of the courage to do that but also the time and work to do that. So, no, I think the track of the class is getting stronger. It's getting more girls and it's so cool to see more off-road girls giving it a real good crack and getting out of their comfort zone mm. because obviously, you know, in terms of speed, they're not too comfortable at. Um, but, no, it was definitely a strong field this year. I... I I really enjoyed it, um, seeing who was out there and um yeah, just seeing the caliper rising every single year.
0: No, it is exciting, but as I said, back to you and uh and it was awesome to see you take out another win. I mean, it it's it must be special for you to be able to go to this event, um, ride as well as you did from as far back and actually still take the win. It's a it must be a pretty special win for a uh, win for you at, at at all.
1: it definitely was. I think it was probably my most hard fought um when it had like I've had relatively smooth years like um like I had a couple of little crashes and whatnot not much of the previous years but this year you know I had um obviously that issue on lap one I had a couple of drops and I had quite a big off on two laps to go and it was a bit beat up after that but it was um definitely my most hard fought one like when I crossed the finish line I was just tears of joy, like, I just couldn't believe I did it because mm. with two laps to go up, like, I, when I did my fuel stop, I said, to, I don't know if I can keep going. Like, my body was just so physically wrecked from everything I endured for, like, nearly five five hours. I just wow. kept going numb. My back was so sore. I couldn't stand up anymore. Like, I was just completely physically done, and I'm so glad that they kept me calm and pushed me through because it was so worth it. When I got to the end, I was just, as <laughs> years like I'm like wow I did that like that was, um, yeah something else to come from that far behind and then ten you know nearly eleven minutes in front that was, um, definitely very proud of that.
0: Absolutely, that's a that's a massive achievement in anyone's book and another congratulations. It is exciting to see you. I mean. Unfortunately, your partner didn't have the the weekend you did, and as we were just joking about before, it is a, it's a bit of a weird household, you know. One finished, one didn't, but that's that's just how racing is, and I suppose you just have to hide that uh, that first place for a little while until things calm down a bit, right? <laughs>
1: uh, he's um he's very supportive. He's very supportive of everything I do with my racing, and you know, um, he definitely didn't didn't let it affect us, you know, our celebrations and everything like that. Like he's. Um, always right up there with me celebrating and um because it's you know everyone that races in the industry knows how hard it is to come by these kind of you know results so he'll he would never (laughs) put a day but i definitely felt for him and the situation he was in but i think he made the best decision for himself and his health and i have no doubt he'll be back um
0: very strong oh absolutely i mean it's uh it's only a, a, a time where you both will be out there just absolutely crushing it and hopefully it's soon but for now congratulations on your win it is exciting and hopefully we're gonna see you soon uh, keep crushing it all the way through thank you so much i
1: really do appreciate
0: it and yeah thank you no worries in